background noise. No, we'll be fine. It just sounds like we're at a restaurant filled with kids. Well, kind of feels like it sometimes, right? Um, let's uh, let's do some introductions here. One, we've got our only fan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even them. know if he's a fan. We, he just listens out of like yeah convenience. Southern gentleman forces his wife to listen. Force, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's listening to one. one. Only fan yeah. right here. That's right. Uh, <laughs> William sensed. Am I saying that right? Yes, it is. Pronounced yeah. The K is silent. <laughs> the K. <laughs> um, welcome, Bill. Thanks for having us at your house. We're uh, we're down in Charleston, hanging out with Bill, uh, new father Bill, mm-hmm. um, who uh, used to hang out with us up in uh, up north, and now he uh, was it just because of the weather? You were like, screw this, I need to be warm I'm all the time. I was just done with Connecticut. I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. Was it the people? <laughs> was it the friends? Rhymes with great. <laughs> You're just trying to get away from Nate. I get it. I've been trying for totally years, understand. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Please don't get on a plane to come down here. He's like, no, 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 guy. Don't worry about it. I'll, yeah, we'll come up to you guys. Don't worry. Um, are you liking life down here? I mean, I am. Um, it's different. Uh, pace is much slower, which I like. Yeah. Drivers are much slower, which I don't like. Yeah. 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 So you're like, you need a New York license plate to like really fit in down here. Yeah, I've got I've got some more road rage I think down here than I do up north. Yeah, really? Yeah, but that's the Massachusetts in me. Oh yeah, that's so. Right. Sarah was telling us about her dream last night that she had road rage and rammed her car into other people. That's probably what it was. Was and just she can't deal with the southern drivers and yeah. But even on our way up here, so we were down in uh, Palmetto Bluff and we drove up. Everyone does the speed limit. Yeah, that's not rare. ten minutes or ten miles over. Like legitimately, the speed limit. We didn't see a single cop. On the two-hour drive, did we? Uh, there was one cop on the other side, but I think it was for construction. But you see way more on 95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in Connecticut, and people are doing 80 miles an hour. It's because people respect the law down well, here. Well, yeah. It's, uh, they're either doing this PLM or they're going really fast. Oh, especially okay. Especially down to Palmetto or back. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'll get past. And you might be doing 90, and you'll probably get past. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Doing 90 in a Volvo. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Um... Damn, man. So what's it like being a new father? What do you, what surprises? Delights? Oh, yeah. Um, better than you thought? Worse than you thought? Definitely better. Um, every day is different, I'd say. Yeah. But it's been um, very, uh, very enjoyable the past you know, few months since now he's past the three-month mark. Yeah, you know, it does get a little weird because it's just this blob that hangs out for couple weeks yeah. and like, do, you, do like, something what do we like, do it entertain me yeah yeah and then uh now yeah. he's smiling and laughing he's got that's awesome yeah. man he's got a personality yeah. not crawling yet though but we're getting there dude well, he can stand though like if you support him wait yeah, can he really strong legs yeah, yeah. oh yeah. damn well the kid is giant yeah yeah but, he, does, he doesn't have my chicken legs for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no he's got he looks like he has elephantitis <laughs> One thing you won't teach him are calf raises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't need it. But you know what, man? Like, like our daughter was totally fat, and then she just kind of thinned out, and you know, just becomes You're a body st- shaming your two and a half year old. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. She was not anymore. She's okay. Perfect now. Back to yeah. body shaming, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gotten back to the wife now. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We've like already talked about everything we wanted to talk about. No, we we're, caught up in past. We're recording this at the end of the whole trip. So the point was we were gonna. I, I had this picture. We would be out by the fire. We'd record this while smoking yeah. cigars and drinking bourbon. I had cigars too. I had everything ready. Yeah. yeah. And now we got too tired because we were at the beach all day yesterday. Yeah, and now we're sitting around your dining room table while everyone's trying to leave. My daughter's watching Hercules in the background. Mm-hmm. Solid movie, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
But you'll enjoy listening to this, and then hopefully we'll we'll do some more recording later and give you some uh, curveballs that you weren't expecting. Looking forward to it. I enjoy <laughs> listening to the show. You're the only one. I enjoy it. A lot. <laughs> uh, well, I I think I, I don't want to speak for Nate, but I think we miss you up north. Yeah, seems like you have a much better life down here. We're all a little bit jealous that you live down here. Like if that wasn't horribly okay, apparent. It's only going to be 80 and beautiful today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's supposed to rain this afternoon, actually. For like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. is that what happens? It just like rains hours. for like five minutes and then goes away, and yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, probably will be. Goddamn. And he's playing golf tomorrow and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You live 10 minutes from the beach, mm-hmm. from a great beach. 10 yeah. minutes from downtown. I mean, it's just yeah, you figured it out, man. A yeah. lot of people, have fi- I think, have figured Charleston out though, because. There are a shitload of people moving here. I'm going to get a sticker that says local on the back of my car. <laughs> so I've been here should. for two years. What's, isn't there like a statistic about how many people are moving to Charleston it's, like a uh, day? I think it's 64 people a day. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you're in the right business, man. Out. As an architect, you're in the right business. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You got to just be hammering at home, man. Yeah. And like We're real really estate. Too, so. That's awesome. But it's not replacing people who have like grown up in Charleston forever. Mm-mm. Generations. It's just no. adding to the population. Yeah, it's oh. mostly people from Connecticut. Is it really? Oh yeah. Are you get, I, you're getting a lot of northerners out I've here. met a lot more people from Connecticut and Massachusetts than I probably have met in, from Charleston or James huh. Island wow. and so on. Yeah. So Granted, does that I'm annoy not you? reaching out to a lot of people. Yeah. But. Yeah. But you're like, wait a second, I moved down here to get away from you people. Uh, no, it's kind of fun to bump into someone that like like oh I, I used to work in New Canaan. They're like oh I live in New Canaan, and then we like, yeah you yeah. know we just start you know spitting out a bunch of restaurants or whatever yeah. or people awesome. that we know. Yeah, man. Like, oh yeah, I know them. So, so when we moved down here, we point, you and I. No, I'm oh. not moving with you. I'll move with my oh. wife <laughs> if you want to come. Sure. I well I was thinking about this. It's kind of perfect if we could do like summers in Connecticut. So we because I, I can't deal with the mm-hmm. oppressive heat down here, mm-hmm. but then yeah. winters down here. Love it. Yeah. You sound like an old person. You should just do I, like an I every three-week trip. How about that? I like that <laughs> too, man. Weeks. Every three weeks. I am 100% on board You were saying yesterday, you're like, for the sake of PropWorks business, yeah. we'll come down here in the winter because yep. it's active, mm-hmm. and then in the summer, be back north. Right. Cause it's Best of both worlds. There. Yeah. That's fair. What do you think of that Firefly? The So, whiskey? yeah, just to back up. So, you who bought that for you? Howard. Howard and uh, Mike Benjamin? Yeah. So, um, bought you this bourbon. It was good. Really good. Firefly bourbon. Because mm-hmm. I hear Firefly and I assume that it's that uh, like iced tea oh, yeah. shit, right? There's, is there a spiked one? Yeah, or whatever it is. I, I don't think know. I know what you're talking about. But it was, this was just a straight bourbon. It was really good. Oh, okay. It wasn't too intense. I know you don't drink bourbon. Mm-hmm. I smelled it. I was like, get that away from me. <laughs> no way. I thought like last night was going to be the first night that you actually like went into it. I was it. ready to pop the cherry. And I, nope. As I soon as you smell it. Fell asleep. Yep. <laughs> have you actually sipped it or have you only smelled it? Or, or I only smelled it. Have you ever sipped bourbon? No. No. Put it with ice and you'd be surprised. It's not bad. Right. It took it's me a while. Do it it yeah. took me a while. I'll be honest. I, I probably started drinking bourbon five years ago, six years ago, because I couldn't. No. You know, it my smells like natural my... gag reflex kicks in. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said to my dad when I was like 22, just graduated college, and I was like, you know, I want to be an adult. I, I really want to like get into just sipping whiskey or bourbon. And my dad looked at me and goes, if get it's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> move out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> you're dead to me. You know, he was like, if it's not something you're into right now, I probably wouldn't force it on yourself. Like, yeah. just drink what you want to drink. Take right a now. little bit. Yeah, t- it takes time. It's definitely, it's like, time. all right, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I'll just drink beer. Well, I was ready for the cigars last night. And I think we talked about this last night, but um, I haven't had a cigar since my wedding. And I think that was the last time I had a cigar. Maybe. 
Uh, I will have a cigar like when Lindsay and takes Malin to go away for like a weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I like sit on my back porch with a cigar and a book and and, and whiskey or he has his own man night. Yeah, it's great. And I watch like F one, F one highlights. It's that's great. once a year. I know it's the best so. best weekend yeah. of my year. <laughs> You're like, all right, take a little break. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's the one episode I've listened to. Is that F one? How'd you guys Don't get into F one? I felt like I left it. Connecticut and then we <laughs> yeah. guys started yeah. podcasting. Well, we're like, like, we're really bored with that one. Like, what? <laughs> I was in Europe um, six or seven years ago and they had it on TV at this restaurant. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And they were talking about like the braking dynamics and they had the um, infrared or like the heat camera so you could see like how the braking affects the tires and stuff. And I was oh, like, oh, this is like super tech- technical. So if they had the same technical stuff that they were showing for F1 for NASCAR, would you have gotten into NASCAR? <laughs> uh, no, and the other reason I got an F1 is because Lindsay's company sponsors the Ferrari oh, that's team. that's right. So yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I'll like kind of research this. So a then bit. all we need is Lindsay's company to sponsor a NASCAR vehicle. Well, yeah, wait, are probably. you into NASCAR? I'm no, I'm just. Oh, okay. I want to. I want to see if this could have been the same way. If your first episode could have been a NASCAR episode, it might have been. <laughs> had things been stuff. different, although NASCAR is like just a circle, right? And F1 is a little more technical. You're in Charleston. Be careful. I know. You're in the South. NASCAR is a highly respected sport. <laughs> Quotes. Um, is it like the most popular sport in America? Yeah, but it's it dying. It's dying very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All Which right. is... Uh, it's the it's the largest spectator sport, but that's because the, the tracks are huge and you can pack so many people. But they're actually removing seats from... Uh, because they're too empty. They're too empty. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like... Have you seen the um, stadium seating for baseball games on TV lately? Stadium seating? rough. Really? There's, oh, it's, it's empty. empty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there are. Um, yeah, like, there's like five or six teams that are down almost forty percent in um, yeah. attendance in their uh, stadiums. Why? It's like really bad. Especially Miami. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Empty. Yeah. Who's gonna want to go to a Miami? I think it's like seven thousand people go to. Well, a they have the roof. Game. But it's, it's, you're going to Miami to watch a baseball game. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but you know what's funny is uh, so I was doing some work with the NHL and in Canada, yeah. they they their arenas are like. 115 percent max yeah. every game what's funny and that's like canadian pastime sport and baseball yeah. is american pastime sport but one's dying and the other's not that's true have you been, when's like last time you went to a live like game like a football game baseball game uh, went to a hockey game this year so i haven't been to like a live like professional game in a while but I know that every time I'm there, I'm like, I would think I would enjoy this more if I was in my living room on my couch. Yeah. You see a lot more. Yeah. Totally. And I think that's why, that's probably why attendance is down is because they provide so much to the viewer at home. And right. most people, it's relatively affordable to get a, a big 4K TV yeah. and a sound bar in your own home. For like and you can just pause bucks. it if you have to. Go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we went to, uh, Lindsay's CEO gave us his tickets to the Yankees, which are like right behind home plate. Yeah. And you, they have like catered food inside and all this. And I was like, you know, I don't even need to go to the game. I'm happy to just hang out just here and like there, eat yeah. this like beautiful steak and yeah. drink all this awesome whiskey or whatever. It's yeah, like, like much barely more actually at the game. You're just enjoying Right. Like at some experience. point I was like, oh shit, we should probably go watch this yeah. game that's happening. That happened when uh, I went to the Giants game with Howard and Mike Benjamin and, and one of Howard's friends. I was like, do we even care what the Giants are doing? Like, let's just go sit yeah, here and eat unlimited lobster yeah. tail. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, same when we went to the Islanders game uh, with Mark. Like yeah. When we oh, sat behind the net. I mean, that's sitting behind the net at a hockey game is a pretty cool experience. How is my best friend Mark doing? <laughs> it's good, man. He misses you. Yeah. I think he misses you more than, than anyone. He doesn't care about us. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You're the only one that actually connected with I him. I saw him a couple of months ago. He's doing good. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was down here. They were all down here. Yep. 
Not so a bad trip to make. No, we'll keep doing it. Come north, though. Yeah, we are actually planning on it. Uh, we're going to fly right over Connecticut and go to Massachusetts. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fantastic, man. We'll wave well, as you go by. Yeah, give us the finger. <laughs> the, uh... I think we're going to make a week-long trip in no Sarah. We're going to figure out a way to get to Connecticut. Yeah. Do you want to go to Brooklyn, too, right? See your friend? I don't <laughs> <laughs> if I don't ever have to go to Brooklyn ever again in my entire life, I would be You'll die happy, with man. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, just, I'd probably agree it's with hard that. To, it's hard to drive to Brooklyn. It's it is. annoying. Yeah. yeah. I don't miss that stuff. But last time we flew to New York, I, I, within the first five minutes of landing, trying to get our suitcase and trying to get out of the airport, yeah, like all the reasons of why I left up north started to come to me real yeah. fast. And yeah. it's, like, it's just oh, everything's a little bit of a hassle. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it builds up. And it's really annoying. And they were charging us an insane amount for just an easy pass. We forgot our easy pass. We we're like, well, we don't need one. And then they would charge you for not getting an easy pass. Oh, and then every time you went through a toll without an easy pass, it's they extra. charged on top of that. Yeah. Jesus. And we did the math real quick. I'm like, there's no no win here. We gotta just buy yeah. one. And we talked about it last night. They're putting tolling in Connecticut. Yeah. So which is potentially, but yeah. But I mean they're going to. Probably. I mean, at least it's all like uh, uh cashless or you know, it's just yeah. Scan- yeah, but yeah, there's no way to do toll booths. It's just anymore. price gouging. I mean, honestly, if they started if they made weed legal, they'd yeah, get all their tax any, money. Yeah, any any amount of money that you need to make from Look at Colorado, it's from tolls flush yeah but people would argue well kids are smoking too much in colorado great chill the fucking kids out you can't od on <laughs> marijuana plenty of people are trying to make the argument but uh, all right bill thanks for uh having us over man this was awesome thanks for visiting really good. i love your house you got a nice little setup here what's your That's workout okay. today though as i'm looking at your watch and how you have an uh, um just a 50 minute run oh yeah just well they and i have to do an 11 miler if you want to come up and I do that with us that, yeah. What I, what I have to do is still get rid of Strava, though. I don't ever want to see your brother's stats ever again. <laughs> yeah, Will Kelly's <laughs> oh hitting goodness. those fives. Sub six. That kid needs to quit his day job, whatever he does, <laughs> and just train. <laughs> he runs Come. from the office basically every day. So It's like Forrest I, Gump. <laughs> I'm like assuming that Will has found like the zero hill route. It and, is. So he And actually, oh. the course that he, that he ran yesterday is on his normal running route. Because oh, from sorry. our office, you can run into Sono, across the bridge, and then he was over at Calf Pasture, uh, and the race was around there in the Shore and Country Club. Um, and honestly, it might be 50 feet total. The, the hill yeah. is going up the bridge. Yeah. It's still sub-six-minute miles. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, right, right, right. <laughs> like, even with, like, it flat, I could be running downhill There's and not hit no a five-minute. There's down here, and I can run as hard as I possibly could for two minutes. I don't think I can go sub-six. That, that was saying yeah. to Adam, I was like, I don't think I could do a mile under six minutes. Yeah. There's no. no way. Does Charlie train for anything? No, but he's been working out more. He's been erging. Yeah. Uh, he's on some internship in Virginia, uh, and so he's like just been hitting the the hotel gym. Okay. Um, but no, he's not like he's long and gangly, so like he doesn't run that well. <laughs> but he runs, and he ergs. So it's not about as mu- that family. It's not as yeah. much of a freak. Whatever as, you were fed as well. As kids fed the same stuff you guys are feeding Malin and Andrew right now. Yeah, that's why Malin's doing a sub six. Oh, oh look what Andrew's wearing. So uh, Bill's six-month-old son is wearing an, if you're bored, onesie. <laughs> Stretching it out. <laughs> Looking good. Yeah, we went We went high. We went We went 12 month, and he's like barely fitting in it. What does the back say, Bill? Uh, my dad's idiot friends are using me to advertise their dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We'll put a picture up. Hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note. Right. Uh, yeah, thanks again, Bill. Yeah, thanks thanks again. for listening. Yeah. Thanks for being the only one. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you're not Bill, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, we'd love to have Wait, more Wait, has people. Bill rated, reviewed, or subscribed? Probably not. I have not. No. You yeah. subscribed right. or no? Uh, I have subscribed, actually. Okay, yeah. okay that's yeah. good. But Step I one. Don't, I don't write reviews. He doesn't, he doesn't do What it. if I wrote the review for you and just asked you to put it up? He's going to copyright the most effusive, yeah. appropriate, like outstanding... I'll just go on argument the for why we ne- you need to listen to if you're bored yeah. and why we need to be sponsored and bought up by a pun- dunch- the bunch of media companies. Yeah. Come, come find us. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to end it with this. Endgame was great. <laughs> <laughs>
absorb the swampland a little bit because yeah. it was probably just super wet and and they're filling in a ton of the places and they're filling in a ton of the places they too. To so it's uh, it's actually it's great. I I like to shit on it because it it is this sort of like, um, it's kind of against everything I stand for. Yeah, and but. just and like it is white privilege to the max, right? Like yeah. Uh, it's golf, it's tennis, it's kayaking. Croquet. It's, it is croquet. There are croquet <laughs> fields. I'm sorry, I forgot about the croquet. Yeah. Um, but, but I really enjoy going down there, and I love relaxing and enjoying the pools and... Uh, and it's not just a re- it's not a retirement community like you can not be, at all and and uh, they're actual families apparently right I don't know if you've ever seen them but there yeah, are yeah, families that live families. there and their kids go to school yep in Bluffton and there's good restaurants and yeah. uh, there's like one way in and one way out and it's hyper security it's crazy uh, there's a lot of famous people live there um, I've never seen them. I, I don't know. They're all like senators and oh <laughs> yeah, basketball. players. So not actually famous basketball players. There was a basketball player that really? was there. I don't know who it was. Uh, I think his name was Michael Jordan. Have you heard of that guy? No, no, I don't. Um, I would expect Larry Bird. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and, and but that's part of the problem too. And, and I think this is probably just for the South in general is that it's very white. Yeah. Um, and to I like to shit on Palmetto Bluff, but I think it's it's unfortunately something that just affects the South is that. There are a lot of privileged white people being served by underprivileged African Americans, and it's it's very noticeable and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it it very much so in the restaurants, especially. Oh, actually, yeah. even just around the pools, right? And all the other facilities, you're like, wow, okay. Like everyone that waits on you is African American. Yeah. People hold like people holding your, the doors are African American, and it's just except for the golf club. That's true, <laughs> uh, but in, in, again, let's let's go on record here. It's not like you can't like the golf club or you can move to Palmetto Bluff and be African American. Yeah, it's not it's not an exclusive thing. It's no. you know there aren't like it just is not club. it's not diverse, right? Is and the it, short answer. Um, <laughs> and despite all that, we, we generally enjoy. Yeah, going after there. I was going to say that whenever somebody asks me what is Palmetto Bluff, and I always say it's a make believe land. It's fairy tale. It's, it is. That sounds bad saying that now that we've sa- we are saying there is no diversity. It's, it's a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale. There are no black people. But it's, it's like great. you go there and you feel like there is not a care in the world. There's just there's, everything is contained in this in this space, but you don't feel caged in because you right. can ride your bike to so many different places. We went and ran eleven miles. And yeah, and never like repeated ourselves. Yeah, never right. never uh, retraced our steps. So awesome place. Um, it's always too short of a trip for for Gracie and me. It was uh, it was a good time. I'm glad we uh, we actually didn't even invite you this time. You invited yourself, probably. Yeah, like or Ann and Joe said. So when are you guys coming next year? Are you coming with Lindsay and Adam? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, and, and it just kind of goes without saying that you're going to come. We'll make a note of that next year. We'll wait for the invite. <laughs> I don't think. Of saying, hey, when are you guys going? Great, we'll buy our flights. Let's be honest. My in-laws like you a lot more than they like me, <laughs> so I'm sure they're happy to have you come whenever. I think only because I entertain their idea of a schedule and going out and seeing things. Yes. Whereas, throughout the day. Whereas I, all I want to do is read a book by the pool. Yeah. You're like, nope, leave me alone. We got peaches <laughs> and bourbon by the pool and read a book. Yeah. Which is also not a bad way to spend the day when it's nice out. Yes. Truly. Um, speaking of running. Yeah, <laughs> so if Nate and I are a little bit tired, uh, or if we're a little lethargic, 
he and I just did a half marathon literally this morning. Yeah. Um, and we are exhausted. Which is why we're sitting outside on the back porch with the mic booms extended as far out as possible, leaning back in lawn chairs or basically yeah, patio, patio chairs. furniture. Uh, it was, uh, it was, so we did the Fairfield half. You PR'd. You did I did, I, which I didn't think I, I did or was going to. Did you, you didn't feel like going in it? Did you feel like you were doing good? No, so I had, I, for those who are runners and listening to this, it is a slow pace. I wanted to go eight minute mile pace, which is, I think, an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, that's about right. Um, and uh, that was my goal, but I haven't really done a whole lot of running leading up to this point. <laughs> Uh, and I think I ended uh, an hour 47 and 47 seconds around there. So it was like an 8.11 or 8.10. Yeah. But I thought I had done last year's half mile at an 8.05 oh. or 8.06, but oh, I did yeah. it at an 8.17 apparently. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so that's higher. it was my fastest half marathon, but uh, my brother still beat us by yeah, how did you do? I didn't even 17 minutes. Jesus. He was a 7.05 pace and what is that, like an hour 30? Yeah. Hour wow. 30 one that's amazing um yeah pretty good i think his girlfriend beat us too i'm sure she did she was like hour 45 wow good for her not great um so (laughs) and it wasn't your best year either but you know what i had gone out thinking i just wanted to build or i just wanted to beat uh an hour 50 and my pace was i was on pace for that and then we hit the hills and i sort of said you know what it's not gonna happen did you see the pacer with the sign no, I did not. Okay. But I, I just, I, I was looking at my watch and just knowing, knowing yeah. my pace and kind of doing the math, thinking, like, I just wasn't. It's not that I wasn't feeling it. I just, I was like, you know what? I'm running my pace. I got my groove going. Like, I'm gonna be two hours, which is always my big goal. Like, if I were over two hours, I'd be pissed. <laughs> then you're like, oh boy, this is a long time. Right. But I'm, you know, 155. I'm always like right around there. Uh, I think last year I was 157, or no, two years ago I was 157, but it was really hot. It was brutal. So that's the other thing about today is that it was overcast. It was in the 60s, but it was humid. So it was kind of this weird, like... And only five-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah. So, like, you would get a little bit of a breeze, but, yeah, it, well, you got sweaty. as soon as we came around the uh, the turn... So I, I don't know if anyone really understands what's happening here, but uh, <laughs> when you go around, uh, it, it kind of takes you into Westport a little bit, and you come by this beach area that... Uh, has all these mansions on it and everything but you kind of get hit with the breeze a little bit there yeah and that's where i felt it although it felt kind of nice too oh it felt great i mean again it's five miles an hour so it's not really affecting you too much but like a little bit of a wind just to cool you off yeah it was good so yeah i mean i i thoroughly enjoy doing this race you're the one who got me into it Mm -hmm. uh two years ago It's, Um, it's run really well yeah um and all along the course are people cheering there's bands uh on hotter days they have people spraying uh, water. Yeah. Uh, it, it's awesome. It's just a really fun experience. Yep. And uh, it got me into running. I got you so into running. I credit it with that. I'll give it that. Yeah. So <laughs> we are a little bit tired, but uh, I'm glad that we did it. We'll do it again next year. I will not do any more halves this year, though. No? No. I mean, like, the only other interesting one is the Sono one. and it's, Which is a great run. I, I love that too one. too close to the Charles. my head of the Charles yeah. race. Yeah. It's a, it, that one is really fun because it's, um, I, for some reason, it seems less official. 
uh-huh. which is I know, which is strange because it's how do you deem these things official? Um, it's just because it's fewer people doesn't seem as serious as Fairfield. Yeah, probably that's probably it. And there aren't like bands, you know, every yeah, because Fairfield's miles. a production. Totally. How many run? How many runners? Like fifteen hundred, fourteen hundred, maybe even more than that. Really? There's probably a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. I'm surprised I, how big it it's is. It's so much that they have a staggered start, or they have a, a different yeah, starting area right. for men and women, just yep. because they have to filter everyone through. Which doesn't matter. I mean, people start anywhere they want to start. Actually, yeah. I kind of want to do the women's start one time because do we don't year. meet with them for like two miles. Right. And what? it's not like we have to be a woman to start. They no. just kind of do it just to generally. Yeah. Just in, like if you want that split and you are going to be running slower or faster, you can you can start on either side. Right. Yeah. Um. But I. Obviously, it's the same distance. I just, I'm like, kind of curious. I thought about that today, actually, going through when we met with them. I was like, wait a second, where do they run? Because when you come back, you basically follow the same start sequence that the men, the, right. the men's yes. side starts. Yeah. Um, but the women's side goes way off somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. As long as there's no hills. No hills. There's. Not hill. Not, not, I mean, not there. Yeah. There are some serious hills. Uh, and the way this course is laid out is that, I th- what is it? The third mile, you hit yeah, it. Yeah, right after mile three, you hit the first hill. And it's and it's, it's long feet and, straight up. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the old field run. Oh, or oh, it's a little bit longer. Right, and then you go down, and, and then, then you, you go get, straight up. Then you go right back. And that up. is that's a fucking nightmare. And then you got to come back and reverse and then you have it. to run those two hills. So again. at least you're running down the last time. That's true. But it's a long, continuous climb for one of them. Yeah, and it's it's not easy. I hit my uh, mile eleven this year, and the thought crossed my mind: Holy shit! I would only be half—I'm not even halfway through a full marathon. And the feeling when I cross the line at the end of a half marathon yeah. is like I am never going to run for the rest of my life, or at least 364 <laughs> days until right. I run this race again. Yeah. And to think that that would only be the halfway mark of a it's marathon. Tough. I yeah. I I give I'll have I have to give a lot of credit to people. Who go out and do a whole like, marathon? Like I am beat. I all I want to do yeah. is take a nap right now. And if I ran a marathon, well, first of all, I'd probably be crying or crumpled over in a heap somewhere. But, but think you did. So you do a half marathon in roughly two hours. Yeah. You're not going to run that same pace for a full marathon. Right. You're going to run at least thirty minutes slower. Probably. You're like four and a half hours. Yeah. Continuously running. You could watch one of the Lord of the Rings extended editions <laughs> in that time. Director's cut. Director's cut. Lord of the Rings. You're right. Return of of the all King. the things. So you know what you could do is get like a chest mount with an iPad. I don't hate that and idea. And watch that. I don't hate the idea. I like that idea. I would gladly I, do that. I did see somebody running her with her phone in landscape mode uh, looking at it. No. And I was curious what she was doing. I didn't, I didn't see if she had something on her she screen. she watching the finale of Game of Thrones? Uh, maybe. I mean, that would <laughs> piss me off. I'm not sure I'd want to watch it. Oh, you could run farther, farther uh, and harder. Yeah, dude, we <laughs> we haven't been on air for a month. Like, so much shit happened. Well, so here's what I was thinking. Weeks that we were gone. Um, so no one likes hearing us talk about F1. Nobody likes hearing about F1. But I was thinking we should do an F1 minute. Yes. Where maybe. we talk about F1 for a minute, and wherever we are at the end of the minute, that's where we stop. So let's do that. Adam first. is pulling out a timer. So legitimately a minute. Yes. So uh, do you, gonna, do you know what you're going to say? Because this is going to be like lightning round. I I know what I'm going to say. Okay. Are you ready? I think I have an idea of what I'll hopefully respond to and say. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Go. 
Nicky Lauda died. That sucks. Uh, if you don't know Nicky Lauda, he was a three-time champion. He also got in a horrific accident and burned a bunch of his body. Yeah. He was the uh, star, or he was the centerpiece in the film um, by Rush. Rush, exactly. Right. Not by Rush, but it, it, call, it was called Rush. The movie was called Rush. Oh, with James Hunt, right? Yeah. Or what, yeah, and uh, by Ron Howard directed it. Ron Howard. Uh, Thor. Thor was uh, James Hunt. Yes, that's right. Uh, so that was so sorry that he died. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was huge in F1. Monaco was last week. Great race. Really fun to watch. I thought it was fun too. Kimi Räikkönen thought it was really boring, <laughs> but he <laughs> was driving. He, it and he was like in last place too. So. Well, Williams was in last place, but Williams is always in last place. As always. Um, but I love it, man. That's such a fun race. It's it so much really fun cool. to watch. One year, maybe we'll go. Park a yacht in the back right there. My yacht it. or your yacht? I'll yacht. I'll yacht. Befriend somebody with a yacht. And that's a minute. All right. So, uh, and then in the other few weeks, there we don't even have to go near Game of Thrones. I think everybody has beaten that to a pulp. Yeah. Um, I think we're both of the school of thought that we didn't enjoy the way the season played out. Yeah, I thought it could have been better. I think everyone thought it could have been better. Yeah. I think uh, they made except some... for the writers and maybe the actors. I will say there were things that I really enjoyed in it. Like what? Um, I enjoyed the Clegane Bowl. Clegane Bowl? They called it the Clegane Bowl. It's oh, basically did they? When the hound and the mountain <laughs> go. That, yeah. that was you're right. That was a good. That, that I thought the scene was great. I think the cinematography in this last season. Everyone complained that the the long night battle or whatever was dark, but I think there's a lot of amazing cinematic moments in the final season. Yeah, when they stormed King's Landing, that was the amount of effort that goes into building one of those dragons CGI yeah, is absurd. Right, and how heavily focused it was on the dragon. And yeah. burning the city down. It's so here's here's insane. a here's a thing. Uh, you, have you been to Dubrovnik or no? No, I okay went south in. Um, oh right, you're in Montenegro. Montenegro. So Dubrovnik is a gorgeous city in Croatia. I love it. My wife loves it. Um, it was bombed in the Yugoslavian War yep. or whatever it's called. Yep, you'll have to ask Danilo. <laughs> um, but like to the point that like you know many people died and it was this beautiful city and a lot of the ho- or the, a lot of the buildings were crumbled and everything. But then King's Landing is filmed in Dubrovnik. Right. And <laughs> I'm sure like seeing them destroy spoiler alert, destroy King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> or seeing maybe like, brings back some Yeah, it's probably not like great like oh wow. You're destroying our city again after it was just destroyed, yeah. you know, 30 years ago. Fair. No, I know they didn't film in the back lot, but they used some of the buildings, and it's still like my wife is in the background. A little editorial in the background. <clears throat> we'll have to edit that. Um, but I, I think that the season could have been better. I, Whenever I write a story, my character development is horrible. I'm not good at character <laughs> development. Um, and I think I, what I liked about Game of Thrones throughout all the seasons was the character development. You saw people like, come into their own and develop in different ways. And then this season, it was like, let's take all that character development and compress it. And uh, all these people are, are making decisions that don't really pay off or haven't paid off based on where they've been in the yeah. past. So it's a little bit like... but. Okay, so that just made me think, and now I'm like, I want to vomit, I'm disgusted and frustrated. When the, what is it, the seven, no, it was more than seven people, but the the lords um, were all sitting in their, like, amphitheater semicircle. Right. Um, there was, it's not the seven lords of the kingdoms or whatever, because it was more than that. Uh, was it their knights as well, or their hands? 
Uh, it's weird because um, there's the seven kingdoms, but then I think there are like principalities i don't know it was yeah. like sir davos doesn't really have like lands yeah gendry has like a little castle somewhere but it's not like he owns all right it didn't quite make sense and i think just because it's been such a long time since the other seasons had had gone out mm-hmm. uh and the eighth season took forever but that scene was one of the worst scenes in in shows in the history of shows Wow. The fact I, that I'm about to disagree. <laughs> seriously, it was like well, for pandering one to 2019 and like this is a democracy. Let's just choose the leader of the people that can never have kids again because then we'll it, the next leader will be chosen. It's not earned. He's not born into it. It was like well, that wasn't a demo- they they pitched democracy. Sorry, you're right. They pitched <laughs> democracy, and this was more <laughs> got of, shut down. This is autocracy. Uh, whatever it was, it was like vomit-inducing, politically correct. Okay. Shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I had a visceral reaction to it. Uh, well, you're Obviously. you're an emotional man. Um, I will say that I thought Peter Dinklage did a very good job. He was a great yeah. actor in that scene, especially his like speech. Yeah, it's in payoff. Like no one really wanted Bran to be fucking king. Like, come on. Boring. Like, yeah. What the hell? But but maybe that's kind of like Game of Thrones too. Like yeah. you don't expect like the Red Wedding to happen and all of your main characters die. Right, like that was but it. That was an epically awesome scene that was a pivotal moment in the show. Yes, but that's sorry. We looked. At, I looked at my wife to see if she had a. Moment. I thought she was reacting. She was not. She's doing work in the background and just looking frustrated. At her <laughs> job. Um, no, but I think that. Um, but it, yes, it was pivotal. But it was like, like because I didn't. I never read the books, or I didn't read the books before I saw the red yeah, wedding, same. and I was like, oh my god, holy shit! Does does this really happen? You don't expect it. Right. I, I never thought Bran would be the king of fucking Westeros. Yeah. Sit on the non-existent Except Iron Throne. Except Sansa was like, hey, by the way, um, the North has always been on its own, and like we're just different than all you guys, so we're going to break off. And everybody's like, yeah, okay, cool, fine. Like, whoa, you just went through seven seasons of trying to make sure that everybody <laughs> yeah. stayed together and fought off the the White Walkers, and you're just going to be like, peace? Yeah, that's a little weird. I, I actually thought Sansa would have been a great... What did I say? Sansa? Sansa? I thought you said Sansa. Sansa? 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 Scandia? Sensei? Sensei? Um, um, she's yeah. now carrying her own uh, like pseudo blockbuster uh, hit on um, in the movie theaters, right? Yeah, the Dark Phoenix. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they're obviously trying to capitalize on her Game of Thrones fame to totally. try and get it right away. She's a good actress. Uh, but do you think she'll be able to make that transition that quickly? <laughs> Because that's tough. Because she's she is typecast as Sansa. Yeah, to a degree. Like I, but uh, Amelia Clark, who played uh, Daenerys. Yeah. She was in a Terminator movie called Terminator Genesis, and oh, she shit, was, she was in that. She was horrible in it. Oh really? I was like, this girl doesn't know how to act. <laughs> um, but I thought she was great as Daenerys, and then I saw her in uh, You Before Me, and she was pretty good in that. Um, is that like a rom-com? Uh, sort of. It's sounds like it. Wait, my wife is. Ma- Lance, do you want to get on mic and just? Solo. Yeah. Oh, she was also in Solo, which I liked too. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Um, but so, it, it, I, she was like as a super action star in Terminator. It didn't work. Yeah. But and kind of that rom-com, sort of this like Solo where she's not she really like it. actiony, but she's kind of a. Do you read the story of her having? Two brain aneurysms? Yeah, whatever it was. In, I don't know if it was an aneurysm or if it was some sort of like 
some maybe pressure, it wasn't in her. some pressure in her brain. Yeah, and but, she was forgetting lines and stuff, and how they had to do emergency surgery and and get her back. It's like crazy, dude. I forgot like all of seventh grade. Maybe I have an aneurysm. <laughs> no, that's just lack of good memory. And all right, so now marijuana. that it's all said and done, this will be yeah. the final thing on Game of Thrones. Through the course of eight seasons, yes. it could be somebody who's died, was killed off. Who's yeah. your favorite character? Davos Seaworth. Okay. 100%. Always. He is awesome, yeah. I just think he was kind of pure. He, like, knew he made mistakes and owned up to them. He was not, like, after anything big. He was just, like, a good dude who was just trying to, like, live his life and, and grew up, like, in a poor way and just kind of worked his way up. So I, I really liked him, and I thought, you know, he learned how to read from Shireen and then watched her get burned alive. <laughs> That's right. Who was your favorite character? Uh, Tyrion. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, well, that's I, like, that's I, like I really easy. did like him. It's probably a pretty standard answer. But I, I thought you speak of character development. I thought his trajectory over the course of the seasons was awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um, and he was, you know, in the beginning, I truly hated him. And this was, I watched season one when like season five or six was out, and oh, wow, my brother okay. was like, "Don't worry, he's gonna get better." I was like, "Dude, fuck the Lannisters, all of them, like yeah. burn them in hell." Right. Uh, I mean, because none of them, and actually. Um, Jamie Lannister too. I really did like him up until the second to last episode when he had to run off and be with his queen. Uh, and that's when I was just like, "Oh man, come on! Like you were so good, you were getting better, and but you like you were a very redeeming character until he had to run back and yeah, be but, with." But I feel like when you're saying this, you just need these people to follow the same character tropes. That most people, I know, yeah, like have a redemption. Like you want him to be redeemed and go with Brienne and be. No, a good I didn't really want him to be with Brienne either. To that, that was, was a little weird and a little last minute. Yeah, uh, that that, yeah, it didn't feel rushed, but it felt forced. Like okay, you have to do this. Yeah, um, that was interesting. Yeah. So, so weird. all right, well, um, what else happened? <sighs> Life happened. Yeah. Nate, a lot happened. happened in the last four weeks. Um, we've been invited on our friend's boat again. Probably going to say no because... Dude, I cannot stand that motherfucker. Yeah, it's not a great boat it's anymore. A, like, he's going to sell it and, like... It's a few years old. Dude, and he invited us to his pool party. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. In all seriousness. In all we seriousness. did take his boat... Uh, Mark and I took his boat from where it was being stored for the winter back... Yeah. Uh, to his home port or where <laughs> to his dock and it was good right it was an awesome ride so first yeah. of all we started out and there was like zero feet of visibility oh, right, though right, it right, was right. insanely foggy so were you just on maps the whole time just like, we're on radar and radar. on gps the whole time and mark was like by the way i've never used the radar what uh, like i don't yeah i just haven't used it so it's always been clear out i was like oh shit okay i mean i have a pretty good idea like i've looked at, i've i've used radar before using boats I have a pretty good idea of like what stuff looks like. Yeah. But there was also a big rainstorm a couple days before, so there's all this garbage and like oh. trees in the water. In so the sound there were trees. In the sound Jesus. there were trees and brush and stuff. Um so we were going honestly, I think like five or six miles an hour. Yeah. It's a I don't know if I'm gonna get this right. I think it's a thirty five mile trip. Um mm-hmm. from just coast of Connecticut, but not the whole thing. It was from uh do you like a straight line? Sort of. You have to get out of the. You have to get out of the, the um, harbor, harbor uh, go around this little island, and then you can basically run straight and then turn into um, Stratford, wherever okay. it is. Uh, and 
when we were going six, seven miles an hour, and I was calculating, I was like, I thought this was going to be an hour trip. This is now going to be six hours. Like, if the fog didn't clear, right. it, it was just slow going. There's no way we're going to pick well, up Well, if speed. you have fog, you have pretty stable seas. I mean, it was extru- I mean, it was like glass. Yeah. It was awesome. So, uh, a little cold, but even with the fog, I was yeah. like, this is the exact morning you want to be out. It yeah. was just beautiful. Well, his boat is also gorgeous. Oh, it's and great. I, well, I've never been on it. I've been on one that's similar to it. Yeah. And I'm, and it runs so smoothly. It's got yeah. autopilot, all this stuff. So like you Which said, awesome. we set a heading of like 270 degrees. And yeah. you're like, Mark was like, no, I want to go two degrees that way. Click, click on the autopilot. Boat corrects itself and it goes. No way. It's awesome. It's like it changes long boat trips. Because otherwise yeah. on a long boat trip, you're sitting there. You have to hold the wheel, pick a point on the horizon, say yeah. that's basically where I want to go, or follow a track on a GPS. Right. And you're having to make those adjustments, maybe doing some trim with the uh, engines. This, it's set and go. That's awesome. It was it was great. Was um, he able, could you even like walk away from, from the helm? You could, but one person was always keeping an eye. But yeah. like, yeah, Mark would go down below and he did something, was looking at something, wow. and I just, I just watched it. Um, uh thankfully the fog cleared oh before when we were in the fog uh, we were just testing out the radar and it was picking up a couple of things because we were looking for some of the cans to make sure that yeah we well could, you don't want to hit them yeah we were in like the right channel and didn't want to hit them but we saw them on gps and we were trying to make sure we picked them up on the radar yeah and we did and then there was this one uh blip that kept coming up on the radar that we weren't quite sure what it was and Mark was like well there's a can over there somewhere off to the port um but I'm not sure if it's that close you know and I was like, let's just go look at it. You know, we're going five miles an hour. Yeah, we're going to be able to see whatever it is before we hit it. He's like, really? Should we? I was like, yeah, come on. Let's go check it out. He's like, okay, yeah. So we, we turn over that way, and we're going, going, going. And then all of a sudden, beep, <laughs> beep, this guy starts honking his horn. Oh, no shit. <laughs> there was another boat that also saw us coming on radar. Oh, and we're wow. like, oh, we never saw the boat. We only saw the blip on radar, and we only heard his foghorn. <laughs> and Mark was like, oh, shit, we're never doing that again. Wow. We knew the radar worked. Yeah. Uh, But also, I was kind of like, and that boat was stationary. Wait, so the radar, does it identify things, or do you just see a blip? It's just a blip. Okay. So it gives you an idea of size, and that's why, like, if you're boating anytime, it could be the clearest day in the world. I always, I'm, my dad told me, he's the uh, school of thought, always put your radar on, because at clear days... You can watch that radar, and you can see what it hits and what things look like on the screen so that when you are running at night or you are running in fog, you know what things look like on that radar. Right. Because it's like, you know, if you're a pilot flying at night and you're just going IFR, Mm -hmm. that's all you have to fly by. Yeah. Um, So. Well, I guess my thought here is that a can is a lot smaller than a boat. Uh, but on a radar, it shows up like if it's a 15 foot boat. Yeah. Oh, right. The radar signature is gonna be similar because a can right. is meant to hit and really dissipate its signal. Yeah. Not the opposite, reflected signal. Right, right, right. Um, and it's got those cans have special reflectors on them to yeah. to give out a strong radar signature. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this guy was like smack in the middle of the sound. <laughs> Couldn't Jeez. be fishing out there, so I don't what really know doing? what the hell they were doing. Drug run. Something. It was early in the morning. It was like, I don't Drug know, run. 8.30. Um, but it was a great run. Brought it into port. We almost blew right past Stratford. We were just, you know, finally got clear. It oh. was flat. We were doing 30 miles an hour. The nice. thing was hauling. And then all of a sudden, Mark was like, oh, shit, Charles Island. <laughs> it was like right there to our right. And so I think I was driving at that point. So it was like 90 degree turn in. Wow. Um, but... I hope we get to take that boat out for a real trip. I want to. He mentioned he taking it. a doing a trip, which would be fun. Or just do we a podcast to. on the boat. 
that would be a blast. Because his other boat was fun taking trips on. This yeah. one is a completely different experience. Yeah. I want to go. We'll see. Um, so enough making fun of Mark. <laughs> uh, Who, by the way, his I had a great time at his pool party too. By the way, yeah, I just want to make sure that because I know he listens to this and he's going to be upset if we were making fun of him. <laughs> it was a great time. Pool party was great. I had maybe four hot dogs. I was eating. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm just going to eat more hot dogs. Um, had some good drinks. So, speaking of drinks, we ran the 5K at O'Neill's a couple weeks ago, and at the end they had. Uh, free beer, which is amazing because beer always tastes better after you run. Well, they give you half a Guinness uh, Sorry, at, you, before you cross the finish line. Right. Right. Yes. You got a half a Guinness before you cross the finish line. But then they actually will pour some uh, some uh, some draft beer for you. And they had 26.2 beer, which I'd never heard of before. But you uh, assume, all right, 26.2 is a marathon. Yeah. And the guy, there was a sales guy there. Or a brand ambassador, he's like, "Hey, you guys should try this. Like, let me know what you think. Uh, it's got more electrolytes than Gatorade, and what do you say? Like uh, it's got sea salt in it, which is like good for replenishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after sweat. Um, and, and I've had beer after runs. For some reason, they figured it out. This was yeah. amazing. Oh, the joke was it's got more electrolytes than Gatorade, and it's got more alcohol than Gatorade. Oh yeah. I yeah. thought with the name twenty six point two. It was a non-alcoholic beer. Hold it's on, like, there's a giant jet landing yeah, at Westchester right over our head. <laughs> sound good on the on the microphone? Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, uh, I, I automatically assumed it was non-alcoholic. But no. when they said it was alcoholic, I was like, oh, thank God. Right. And so uh, what we always talk about what we're drinking. Right now we're not drinking 26.2, but I've already had four 26.2s today. Yeah. And I don't feel at all drunk. Not the least bit drunk. Which doesn't make sense to me because dehydrated, dehydrated, exhausted. Uh, you know, I'm high on cocaine. I didn't tell you this. That's that's how I run. No, but like I, for some reason, I like if I have four beers, I'm like a little tipsy. Yeah. I do not feel tipsy in the slightest. It's four percent alcohol, so it's not it's not crazy high. But right. like, you have four Bud Lights, you're gonna maybe feel just a little bit. Yeah. From that. Yeah. Um. It's not supposed to rain, but it is starting to rain. It, a couple raindrops are coming down right now. Yeah, as long as you it doesn't hear it on the mic. As long as it doesn't get into this stuff, we're all right. I think it's it's going by. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just looked at the radar, and there's how it, big is it, it? Nothing. There's oh. no there's no green or anything. So oh, it's probably just like a quick fly through. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the twenty six point two is good. I also had four. Did and, you really? Yeah. It's like nothing. Oh my god, that's so good. So um, I mean, it's good even when you're not running, but yeah. for some reason, like having it after a run is phenomenal. Right. And I really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that would be my go. That will be my go-to now, on a weekend where it's like, okay, I, I had you know some sort of activity in the morning or something. And I want to go yeah. drink at the beach or yeah, back patio or whatever. So we're still starting our prop works thing here. Yeah. Uh, where those who don't know, we started this company where we take videos or we take drones and do video and uh, photos of uh, residences that are for sale or architecture things and marine sales. Boats. Yeah, Boats, if you're trying to apparently. sell your boat, we will <laughs> photograph it. Basically, we'll photograph anything if the price is right. <laughs> um, but I've as long of, as it needs a drone. As long as you need an aerial video and or photo of something... Um, 
we'll we'll be there for you. And as long as it's like within an hour's drive of yeah. of our house. Um but I I I have this need again to create things, so I'm really happy that we're doing this. Yep. Um and it's super fun to like just get out there and like edit. Like you were over my house twice this week just twice. working on like video editing. Um and I love just sitting down and just kind of like figuring out the problems and trying to make something that looks fairly cool, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, making us some money, which is just, we're, we're not going to get rich off this nope. thing, but uh, really? it is fun to just kind of have a, a hobby that pays you back. It's some 26.2 money. It is some 26.2 money. We were out on Friday uh, on a boat. I was. Boat is a generous term for what we were on. What would you call it? It's a launch. But a no, plastic launch. <laughs> a plastic launch. We were. It floats. We yeah. Were in the ocean. It has a motor. It has a motor. Okay. Uh, so we we're flying the drone around, and I have never had to land a drone on a boat. And the problem with this is that <clears throat> drones drones will stay where you want them to be. A fixed speaking. point yes. on Earth. Boats do not do that. <laughs> um, and so we had this issue where we were trying to land the drone on the back of this boat. And you were driving the boat, trying to like match where the 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 drone was. Right. And we were probably what three or four feet off off the boat. And I was like, I just gotta like bring this down as soon as I. And think the it's landing right. pad was like one foot by two foot. Probably your little area that you had to get it in. Yeah. And and finally, you just kind of like it's it's almost like this is an, a, a gross exaggeration, but it's like a sniper shot. Like you realize you have like that one moment where you just like gotta pull the trigger and i was like i think i'm close down like just like hammer that thing down get it on the ground or get it on the ground get it on the boat and just pray to god that it's gonna i was a little nervous a couple times i was too the way that it was yawing left and right but then i thought you know what i'm gonna buy another drone and expensive to the company <laughs> um but it got me thinking about people who land like helicopters on boats yes like in the middle of the ocean that's insane like that's a fucking skill. But have you ever seen those fail videos? Yeah, and that makes me so uncomfortable. Like, those are so hard to watch because it's like, yeah. that's like people are. I mean, a, a, a helicopter crash on hard, solid earth ground is horrific enough. Yes. Because of just how it reacts. But on a ship that's moving up and down, it is insane what they right. can do. Because you have to. I mean, it, we were on very flat water. But yeah. you, not only yeah. do you have to make sure you're like floating over it properly, but you need to actually like. Match match the the cadence of the of the waves of the of the roll of the boat, and it's like super hard to do. I can't imagine that people do this for a living. And imagine the yachts that have helicopter pads on them. Yeah, and the pilot that you have to hire to do that. Well, that's a great point because they're probably a little less stable than a giant super tank. Yeah. Wow. And those, I didn't even think about that. You're definitely not flying on your helicopter out of your just regular dock or port. You've got to do it out at anchor. There's no way they let a helicopter just fly into Monaco Harbor, right? I wouldn't know. I haven't brought my yacht to Monaco Harbor yet. They wouldn't let it happen on the west side of New York? They definitely would not, no. You're right. Uh, well, that's funny, because they would let you take a helicopter off from the west side of New York. Yeah. But not on a yacht. But one did crash the other week. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't hear that? No. One of the Blade helicopters. Oh, really? Yeah. So Blade is like the Uber I, yeah. of uh, Uber of the skies, Uber helicopter. You can take one. I mean, it's Blade. It, Uber is. It's a, a gross exaggeration. Yeah. Blade basically caters to very rich, the, young, 
people who want to go to the Hamptons. You can take a a train to LaGuardia, not to JFK. Um, you can take a, a subway to LaGuardia from Manhattan. Uh, uh, no, you can't. You can take a train there, can't you? No. No. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You can take a train. Sorry, up. JFK, you can take the air tram to Jamaica and then take a train from Jamaica into the city. Yes. But yeah, LaGuardia, you cannot take... You can take a bus. Train. You can take a bus or you can take a cab. Yes. And that can take anywhere from 20 minutes to over an hour. Right. And probably cost you $30. Yeah, maybe. Maybe 50 at the high end for an Uber or, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, something for, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, you could take a helicopter, Blade, from the west side of Manhattan. I don't know if they fly off the east side for $175. Oh, is that it? Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm not paying that, but... Totally, but it's it's surprising, actually, that it is, quote-unquote, only $175, but you yeah. think, like, all right, fine, you get there in 15 minutes, and you don't have to deal with any of the traffic, kind of nice. but I would only do that if the traffic was, like, two hours, and you're going to... I've spent time on the Van Wick. I would much rather it, pay $175. It blows, no doubt about it. So, wait a minute, this a Blade crash. So, uh, yeah, the guy was coming back Sorry, from wait, hold reviewing. on, there's another plane landing at Westchester. Speaking. Right now, the... the uh, Whatever. We're in the flight path right now. The flight path is is right over my house. Doesn't always come over this way. But. No, it's funny. There are just certain days where every flight into Westchester the wind. comes right over my house. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. So he was getting gas, uh, or um, he was either coming from or going to getting gas, mm-hmm. and uh, took off, and was like I think a hundred feet out from the pad, and something went wrong, and crashed right into the water. Jesus. And there were two injuries. One was the pilot. He like hurt his ankle on the oh. on like the pedal yeah. when he put it into the water, and okay. the other was a scratch on the dock hand's hand what? when he was diving out of the way. Oh, oh! Uh, because Jeez. the helicopter, he didn't want to get hit by the blades or something. So it landed in the water, and he everyone... got, the pilot got out. Boats were like instantly there picking yeah. up the the pilot. It's just crazy. It's like damn it, and of course causes <laughs> a massive backup. On the West Side Highway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, helicopter so, crashes. I used to ride my bike down the West Side Highway to yeah. go to work. And for some reason, I, I always timed it when a plane was, or a helicopter was either landing or taking off. Yeah. And they just kick up so much water from, from the Hudson that I would get like soaked by them every time. But that's my thing about falling into the Hudson. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd rather fall into ground than, than the Hudson. It's yeah. so fucking gross. So disgusting. Like, please. Dear God, don't let me fall into the Hudson. That's it's all. Gross. I, ju- I, I kayaked in the Hudson once and it was like, oh, I'm never doing this. Again. I raced from the Tappan Zee to the GW. I remember that. Yeah. And it was a soaking wet day. Ugh. Just kept getting into the boat. I was like, this water is foul. It's all mercury and like GE poisoned there water. There is a, there is a, um, like a plan or a proposed bill or something on the Upper West Side to replace a bunch of the uh, banks up there with these fortified uh, man-made oyster shell beds. Oh. Um, and they, you know... That's kind of cool. The oysters are a renewable resource, quote-unquote. Right. Um, and I guess they are, like, pretty strong, and it's it's part of the whole sandy revitalization, yeah. reconstruction project. Wow, that's awesome. Um, I don't know if it's the Upper West or maybe it might all be, be all the way down in Battery Park. Um and then there was a proposal that when they really took hold and were completely flourishing on their own, yeah. that the oysters would then be given to uh, food shelters and homeless shelters because it's an entirely renewable food source. Right. And the only way for them to like 
stay structured and, and strong is to pick them and, yeah. and harvest them. You're right. Um, and they're actually very good at cleaning water. Yes, and that's the the other thing. We've got another plane. That's a that's a private. That's a private jet. That's a baby jet. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather be on that jet than a big jet, though. Yeah. I've never flown private. Have you? Yeah. Once. Once. Well, how? <laughs> what? Uh, I was way too young to oh. even remotely appreciate it. Uh, I think I was, I don't know, like seven years old. Um, my friend's dad had a jet, and we flew from... My friend's dad had a jet. Yeah. We grew up in very different circles. This is... I won't, I won't name him, but... It's a, I'm, I'm it's a aware long of line of yeah, long line of family wealth, um, and we flew. I, th- I must have been from Westchester uh, to Martha's Vineyard. That's wow! You must have gone there no pro- no time yeah, at all. Yeah, so that was that was a pretty baller trip. I flew from Westchester to Martha's Vineyard on a prop plane. Yeah, and it took us like under an hour. Yeah. So on a- is that flight expensive? Is that like wor- I mean, it's probably <laughs> worth it because the ferry is crazy expensive. It was so I actually didn't pay for it because I was doing a an article. I was writing an oh, article out okay. on, uh, so the, the uh, I was writing an article on a hotel. They flew you instead of... <clears throat> flew me out there. Instead of driving. It was awesome. That's awesome. It was phenomenal. That's a good perk. Cape Air. I was on Cape Air. Yeah, out of Danbury, they've got uh, Nantucket Air and Cape Air. That's awesome. Uh, it was great. One of, these, one of these days, that's one that I'd want to take. It's I know it's... too. I'm sure it's an expensive flight, but it's like... I think it's like 600 bucks. Really? Yeah. That's expensive. I was thinking it's, it was going to yeah. be less. Uh, I I could be talking out of my ass, but I think I I'm fairly certain it was six hundred dollars. I was also flying in the summer on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, um, then I wouldn't do it if it were six hundred dollars. But dude, it's gorgeous. It's uh, totally. such a gorgeous flight. Absolutely, I'm sure. You fly right over the sound. You see all the islands. You see Long Island on one side. You see Connecticut on the other. But for ten thousand dollars, I'd rather get my own pilot's license. <laughs> and then just fly that route every weekend for lunch. Well, let's talk about this. When <laughs> when are you going to get your pilot's license? I know, not yeah, for a long time. Who has time. the time? Not for a long time. I was so time. set on getting my pilot's license, and then I had a kid. And then and you're like, I was like, wow. oh, that's never going to I can't happen. even get my motorcycle license, let yeah, alone pilot right. license. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, it, it's one, it's expensive. Two, you have to stay current. You have to keep right. going. And the only reason it's expensive is because you have to buy the time on the aircraft, the and time, you have to and buy the, the fuel. The fuel and you have to buy the pilot the training pilot stuff. Right. Yeah. It's it's not it's not a cheap endeavor. So it's it's at least ten grand. I mean that would be Plus nice. Plus seventy hours. Yeah. What is the requirement? Forty, but everyone's like, you're going at least at least Yeah, you gotta like, do more. Uh, like seventy seventy hours. Which is fine. I mean, dude, take what if you took like a sabbatical? Take a month. Yeah, totally. When I have ten grand to spend on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I, so I would, If I have 10 grand to spend on that. Here's what I want to do. And I, I'm going to tell you this now. I want to pay for you to, to get a private license or a private lesson. I want to like go up. Oh, one of those uh, like discovery, discovery flights? Yeah. I've, I've read about those saying, like, if you want to figure out. I loved it. When pilot, I did it, it, it yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And you guys flew over your house, right? Uh, well, we weren't living in our house at the time. We, oh, but we okay. did fly over our building. In yeah, and that's Marvel. the thing. is like you can go out for an hour, and you can get far. We were up there, and I was like, wait, what city is that? And uh, the, uh, the instructor was like, oh, that's New Haven. I was like, wait, what? What? We're in, we're in Haven? New Haven? And we're just in a Cessna. Like, we're yeah. not, like, in a jet. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're, like, over New Haven. You're doing 120? Yeah, probably 120, 150, maybe. As the crow flies. 
as the crow flies, and it was awesome. And then, like, you know, you're, you're that high up that you can see New Haven, you can see Manhattan. Yeah. We got over the sound in no time from Danbury. Yeah. Like, no time at all. It'd be and fun it, to go do. It really is awesome. And if you go, I kind of want to go with you. I'll sit in the back. Yeah, you can have a passenger, right? Yeah, Lindsay came with me. It was awesome. All right, I'll Dude, look into and, it. And the guy, t- the instructor was like this. He was like, yeah, I used to fly helicopters in Vietnam. I was like, oh, Whoa. shit. Okay. He's <laughs> like, are you entertained flying this right now? <laughs> I was like, hey, buddy. Uh. This is a slightly different. But yeah, and he was he's like an awesome dude. And he's like, yeah, I. he's like, my wife loves me because I'll, it'll be like a Sunday morning. I'll be like, hey, let's go get lunch at Nantucket. That's exactly. So we had a, a babysitter whose husband was a private pilot. Yeah. And she would tell us the exact same thing. I'm going to Block Island for lunch tomorrow. Be like, what? Yeah. Like My parents would be like, wait, that's far. And she's like, oh, Peter or whatever has his yeah. pilot's license and we fly there. It's like, oh, my God. Or like, dude, imagine, like, I don't know if you've been to the Cape. I, I as a kid, okay. but I don't yeah. know. I'm, we're like going to a quick... wedding there in a couple weeks. So I'll like, well, have you're going to experience idea. a shitload of traffic. I know. But imagine just Fuck. being like, hey, well, let's go to the Cape. We'll be there in an hour. Yeah. No problem. But then it's like, <laughs> it's one thing to pay for gas and tolls or a ferry ride even. You know, that's expensive. Then you got to pay ramp space. You got to pay yes. fuel. Like, I will say that fuel, especially for prop planes, is not expensive. Really? I mean, it's probably like 150 bucks to get you from here to Nantucket. But it's like, it's over $5 a gallon. Right. But you're not, you don't burn a lot of fuel in a prop oh, okay. plane. Because you have one engine. Yeah. It's, you know, I just didn't think it was that efficient. I thought it was like... It's know, not like super efficient, but it's not... It's they not, don't measure it in miles per gallon. It's like f- per hour, right? It's per hour. Gallons yeah. per hour. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's not bad. I don't I don't know the exact number, but huh. it's not bad. All right. I got to do it. I got to quit my job, and we got to just get our... Well, no. You need you need a job that pays you more and gives you more time off. That's never going to happen. So I'm let's not. ask Mark how to do that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he has seemed he to figure it out. out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think with Mark's new gig, he's going to, I think it's going to be a little bit more. He'll uh, be busy. Yeah. He's going to be pretty busy. But he's a, he's always a guy you can count on if you randomly have a Thursday off. he would be like, yeah, let's go do something. Yeah. Because he has that same Thursday off. And you're just yeah. like, wow. Okay. Cool. He has every Thursday. I'll do off. that. Um, so long story short, I, I, I you at least need to do a, a discovery. A discovery. Right? You're right. I should. Um. I'm probably not going to be able to convince Gracie to go up with me, so you should really? come. I feel like she w- wouldn't do that. You have a certified flight instructor next to you. I know. And it's, I, Maybe. I could be wrong. I mean, she doesn't. she's not afraid of flying, is she? No. Because you can, like, you, you definitely feel the bumps in a small plane. Like, you can. Yeah. F- it's not. And it's much more contained. Like, you can only sit. You don't, you can't stand. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like a car. See, that's, now, this. I, maybe this is a spoiled thing of me to say. When I see private jets, like the small ones, mm-hmm. I look at that and I'm like, if I can't stand up in it, it's not an appealing object to me. You are a spoiled brat. But why? Like, if you fly commercial, you can stand up in most planes. Right. The the small little jets that we take to Savannah, occasionally I cannot stand up in those. <laughs> yeah, they're a little tight. But in a private plane, like if you get a small citation or a small... It's uh, yeah. Gulf, no, Gulfstream doesn't really like small jets. Um, there is a uh, there's an Italian company. I actually don't know if they still exist, but they make something called the Piaggio Avanti. Uh huh. It is a very. It, it looks like a catfish. You've probably seen it. it. And it's actually it's not even a jet. It's it's got props, but the props are behind the wing. Oh oh yeah yeah I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Um, 
but it is notorious for having like the most headspace of, of any yeah. for, or based on the size like you can basically like stand up in this smaller jet no problem yeah and it's a gorgeous jet but see that's yeah i guess that's the thing it's like okay fine if you only have a certain amount of money to spend and you want a private jet because that's what fits your fits your lifestyle right fine all right so what if over a three-hour flight you know you can stand you can stand with your head cranked but to me it'd just be like but dude no screw that i just pay for first class tickets it's still cheaper yeah but you drive for three hours and you don't fucking stand up in your car yeah that's fair like like what's the difference i think it just feels more contained like when i took a helicopter ride uh, in Manhattan, like mm-hmm. one of those Liberty tours. Yeah. I didn't, I'm not claustrophobic generally, like almost anything. Cave diving, forget it. I'll never do anything yeah, no, like that. that That's claustrophobia. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Just not doing that. But when they shut the door in the helicopter, I, I quickly looked around and I was like, oh, holy shit, this is actually kind of tight. And I got a little claustrophobic. Wow. Um, and so that was like sort of the first time that ever crossed my mind. And then when I see these small jets, I'm like, I would probably be claustrophobic in a tube doing 500 miles an hour through the sky. It just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Okay. I, I Yeah, I, I get Could it. be wrong. I don't know. Put me on a private jet and let's see how it goes. <laughs> Do you know what's going on? Sure as hell not, sure as hell not buying one of those <laughs> private jets with like the seat slash shitter in the back with the bucket what? that you go through. Yeah, no, you ever seen that. that? No. That's what? a poor if, man's jet. Yeah. If you're going to buy a jet, you don't do that shit. I want a full laboratory. I want a fucking, I want a maid in there. Gold-plated. Yes. I want someone to, like, wipe my ass for me. All right, we'll go do a discovery flight. If Gracie wants to do it, I guess Gracie she should gets, go with you. She gets first it's, dibs. It's really cool, man. It's a, right. it's a cool experience. Now you have me wondering, I kind of, well, actually, this wedding's on a Sunday. Okay. We're going there Saturday. We're staying both Saturday and Sunday night. We're going to, like, make a weekend out of it oh um yeah that was air quotes for those that can't see um and only listening um <laughs> and we come back on monday so yeah. we could in theory avoid like the the bulk of the traffic oh, that's probably pretty good if we do it right but now you have me wondering what the flight would cost on cape air yeah or, or whatever whatever whoever does it cape air is great i highly recommend them they fly to westchester but it, it's art now. Fuck. It's because wedding weekends are already expensive, and we're staying at a hotel on the Cape in the middle of the summer. It's an expensive Dude, hotel room. Just believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Make believe it happen. Myself. I'll do more prop works jobs, and that'll <laughs> pay do for about, a, a uh, Yeah, do about 80 prop works jobs, and yeah. you find it totally prop. See, that's the ultimate goal, is if you could do enough stuff on your own, like yeah. your own projects, your own jobs, mm-hmm. to afford you know, being able to not even own your own plane, but just have your own private pilot's license and then renting airtime yeah from these. don't buy your own plane well, unless you you're can, a multi multi-millionaire but you could buy a cheap single prop yes but the maintenance and everything on it you yeah like, you want to make sure that that plane works right i want the cirrus sr22 and that's an eight hundred thousand dollar plane is it really yeah holy shit that costs more you, than my house you don't want an icon well i take the icon but the icon is not a, a practical it's a light sport aircraft and you can only fly it like 100 miles it doesn't have a oh. huge it's it's really just for like it's just for it's, messing around yeah it's just for messing around you can trailer it you can land it on the water i could keep it behind my garage yeah, you could literally keep it next to your garage uh which is awesome but i i think the the plane of my dreams would be an sr22 for uh from sirius i didn't realize it's that expensive it's super expensive but it's all top of the line top of the line it's got like de-icing it's got everything you need it's 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 got a parachute. <laughs> if your shit goes south, 
you have a parachute on the plane. Somebody said, though, even I, I forget if it's the Cirrus sales rep or somebody else who was dumping on Cirrus was like, that is the dumbest thing in the world to I've put on a plane. Of people getting saved. Really? Well, the problem with this problem with the Cirrus is that you get these guys who are bros, right? And they buy the plane, yeah, and they yeah, think I mean, they're indestructible, and they have this gorgeous plane, and they fly it like assholes because they don't really like really do the training, right? And and you have this huge safety net, so you're like, well, I can yeah, so you feel I can fly like, like an can... asshole, I can push the limit, and I have this safety net, which is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's still a plane; you can still crash it, right? And and unfortunately, I know a guy whose father died in an SR twenty two. Uh It's on takeoff, and Ugh. the parachute wasn't deployed. I think you can only deploy it if you're over like a thousand feet. And you can die. I'm pretty sure you can die from nine hundred feet up. If yeah. you were to fall from nine hundred feet, you'd probably die, right? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so why wouldn't it, why wouldn't a parachute open? <laughs> well, I I don't think it can open quick time. enough. Yeah. yeah. Um. Wow, that was a dark way to end. Yeah, well, but like you have a motorcycle. Well, you don't. I have a motorcycle too. Hey, you can easy. you can die on that. You can die brushing your teeth. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm aggressive when I brush my yeah. teeth. Um. Anyway, hey. Any housekeeping? Any housekeeping? Uh, subscribe, rate, yeah. review. <laughs> Tell your friends. Picked up a couple new followers today. Yeah, we did. So, that was actually pretty cool. Danielle, hopefully you've made it to this point. I doubt it. I doubt highly it. doubt it. She's she like, was, I don't care about Formula she One. She seemed way too smart and way too put together to listen to this. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, we have a podcast, but we're not going to tell you what it's called. <laughs> she was like listing all the podcasts she listens to, and they're all very good podcasts. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're not And PR's got this great one, and be like, no, we're not of that caliber. Yeah, no. no yeah, we don't really know what we're doing. Um, congratulations again on hitting your PR. It's big time. Why do you think you didn't? I just wasn't feeling it today. Okay. I, I, it wasn't like I was like in pain or hot or anything like that. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to run my own race today and like fine. I, I definitely haven't trained as much as I used to. Like I just I'm just not there. Uh, and I've been doing the peloton a lot more, which yeah. is good, but it's not running. Have you come down from your peak weight? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I've lost like 15 pounds. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Nice. And I owe a lot of it to the peloton. Awesome. I also don't drink soda anymore. That yeah, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Cold turkey? Uh, yeah. So I say that I, I used to drink, like, I went like every other day I drink a soda, like a every 20 ounce, other day. A, a 20 ounce soda, full calorie. Get it with lunch. Yeah. And then I went to once a week and then I went to like once every two weeks and now I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll have a Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that shit. <laughs> Fuck. Pepsi is great. You should totally drink it. It's delicious and very healthy for you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would, and now, so it's not like I've quit at cold turkey, but I'm not like actively looking yeah. to have a Pepsi every day. It's like, if I know that I've like put in a heart, like today, I'd be like, oh yeah, I can have a Pepsi, no problem. And that's, yeah. but after those kinds of efforts, do you crave that? Like to no. me, when I do that kind of thing, I'm like, no. I don't then crave unhealthy food. And I think that's kind of what it was too, is kind of breaking that craving. Like I used yeah. to crave it and now I just like. Yeah. Like, breaking the craving is the hardest part. And I, I also really started looking at calories on things because I used Insane. to just not care and now I'm like Ooh, or sugar yeah. content and if I see something with like 20 grams of sugar I'm yeah, like, that's the yeah, thing the sugar's the big thing because if it's if it's high quality calories or it's you know Absolutely. from from healthy fats or yeah. you know good carbs or something then yes then that's fine but yeah, yeah that's junk sugar yeah no I uh, yeah good so folks go out 
Support Adam's business. Buy Pepsi, but only once a month. You know what? They also make Aquafina, which is... Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is water. Aquafina is, is also the best reverse osmosis water. It, yep. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, let's try and not have as much time between episodes. I blame you. We'll, we'll get better at it. We won't we edit will. video. Hey, maybe the next one... Well, we always say this, and then we don't do it. Maybe the next one will be on Mark's boat. Oh, let's let's push that. That could be really fun. And Mark's a good guest. Yeah, Mark. People enjoy episodes with Mark. Not so much with just us on there. Yeah. But episodes with Mark and Charlie tend to do, do well. well. Not Will either. People hated Will. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Will interviewing the two hosts? Um, what gives him any credit? Yeah, he has nothing. It brings nothing to the table. All right. And now the sun comes out. It's so. pretty good. So we've had planes. We've had rain. We've had sun. And now I think it's time for both of us, not together, but both of us to go take naps. Take a nap. I think so. For me to leave your house finally. Please. There's been a lot of visiting your house this week. Way too much. <laughs> Lindsay's like, I agree. Lindsay literally just shook her head. Yeah. She's like, yep. <laughs> Get the right. fuck out of my house. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>